What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another not damn, damn podcast. Was anybody by damn selves? Damn selves. What number? 260? I don't even know anymore. 160, I, I think. I said 260. I ain't even close. I don't even know what episode we are anymore. We don't even know what month or year. Well, we know a year. Together after a while. Yeah. What month, what week. It's just that's <laughs> blur after a while. 160, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's 160. Shout out to the lovely jazz creator of J Scope. Hey, girl. Belt then covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Get you a J Scope. Yay. Summertime is officially here. The official kickoff of summer is this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Officially summertime shy, even though it don't feel like it. It's hot outside, but it don't feel like summertime shy, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely hot, but um, we don't have this summertime vibe right now. The yeah. vibe ain't there. Well, I'm hoping that we will be able to go outside because um, phase four is supposed to start on the 26th, which is also my birthday. Yay! Allegedly, but we'll see. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. so if I get that for my birthday, if I get phase four, I will be content with getting phase four. Um, under phase four. Everything outdoor opens back up. So I was like, if we can just go outside and just go on walks and just do things like that with the kids, then that's what I just want to do. It's just be be open, which a lot of people are thirsty, Mm -hmm. like for that beach. People have been breaking that already. Like, I've been out every day, and the people are at the beach. They like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They like, miss me with that, Auntie Laurie. (laughs) (laughs) But the beach, beaches are officially be open. Officially be open. People out on the beach right now. Don't get it wrong. (laughs) <laughs> but I see people walking the bike trail. I see people out there walking and the trail. People and I'm been like, walking the path for about a month now. But the I'm beach, like, I thought it was still close. <laughs> it's like, I was on the path um, the other day. Uh, <laughs> I, was I was like, like I'll just wait till they officially open. Like, even though I'm tempted to go, I'm like, I'll just wait. I'll just patiently wait. Yeah, but the beaches, people are already out there. I'm like, okay, y'all act like, all right, happy um, belated Juneteenth to everybody. Yeah. Yes. Because Juneteenth, like I said, and once again, Friday night, people were acting like social distance is not a thing. It was just out, <laughs> out and about, um, kicking it all willy-nilly, like, like so, social distance didn't exist, man. <laughs> my thing is, I appreciate the love and support that we are trying to evolve to celebrate our holiday, because Juneteenth, Juneteenth is about us as African Americans. It's about... Yeah. Juneteenth, the celebration is dope, but um, the big crowds, I'm not crazy about. Yeah, that's, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that part of it, of acknowledging and trying to do something that we can build on to build a tradition, but you still have to follow the guidelines. Like, it's still not safe to be all up under yeah. one another. That's It'll just not... You don't need these big crowds like Juneteenth. It's just still not safe. It's, it's just still not safe. I mean, it's just not, but people are going to do what they want to do, so... I was just out. I'm like, man, y'all just like, y'all just like forget the social distance thing. We're going to be out here like with a thousand people in the park. (laughs) Yeah. They were out in Jackson Park. I saw them out there. Yeah. And just being up under each other and just, just right together. I was like, no, 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 no. Looking like a regular old summer day. Yeah. Like it looked like, now that looked like summertime shy. I'm like, but (laughs) they were like right on the top. Different. Right. We're in the middle of a pandemic now, so things are a little bit different. Just a little bit different. 
shit is still very real out here. Get uh-huh. real soon to Mr. D.L. Hughley, King. Yeah, I know. Scary ass video. Did you see the video? I saw the video. I did. I was performing um Friday night, something like that. Uh-huh. Just collapsed on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Because like how it went down is he was performing and you know he was doing his normal deal, things, his joke. And then he says something that was kind of like a slurred. He said like saying it was incoherent. Yeah, it sounded indecipherable. And then like the, the guy came and caught him before his he manager. At least he didn't hit his head. Cause like that's the thing when you go um, when you lose consciousness, like it's the dangers of a head injury. You right. fall and hit your head, you could die, you could get um coma, concussion, like anything uh-huh. happened. So it was lucky yeah. that his manager caught him before he hit the ground so he didn't hit his head. Yeah, it was very scary just watching that. And it turns out that um he got the COVID. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Asymptomatic, too. Yeah. He said, I have no well, symptoms. Still, normal, regular day, yeah. Because initially, what they, what, they, um, what they admitted him for was it was like he had an exhaustion and he was dehydrated because it's important to keep yourself hydrated. Hydrate, 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 especially with that lifestyle that you have, you're on the road, you're working a lot. Yeah, exactly. I just got his water now. Mm-hmm. But you have to hydrate, 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 hydrate. If you can get rest where you can get some extra rest, but if you can get eight hours, go for it. I say. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have to get like your little afternoon, get you an afternoon nap. If you need mm-hmm. to take an hour here in the afternoon, get you that afternoon yeah. nap. It will help. But yeah, when I saw that he, um, that he was on his video when he tested, like, thank you for your prayers and your concerns. And he was like, and I tested positive for COVID. And I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, no, not DL. So, I mean, we need you, DL, because he is the black voice. He is a black voice. He really he got is. his radio show and everything he does. Like, uh, mm-hmm. he's like the afternoon version. Like, like Steve Harvey's the morning one, and he's the afternoon version of that show, basically. Mm-hmm. Like those those black syndicated radio shows. Right. Like, yeah, it was the afternoon version of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like the stuff that he just, you know, DL don't pull no punches. He just comes right out. He tells it like it is. And I mean, I just, I just want him to get well soon. Yeah. I actually had an opportunity to meet DL like almost 20 years ago. I met him on the street in uh, Chicago <laughs> almost like 20 years ago. That was yeah. during the Kings of Comedy era then. I was like, yep, it was during the Kings of Comedy. Exactly. Because uh, popularity, yeah. it was at the highest popularity, and like none of the white people knew who he was, because he was like shopping with his wife, and like um, you know, he was on the we were on the Mag Mile, and then I was just waiting for the light to change, and then I heard his voice, and you know, his voice is very distinctive, and I could hear him talking, and I was like, Dio Hughley is right behind me. And I turned around, I saw him, I was like, Oh my God, it's Dio Hughley. So they're like, you know, me and my friends, like we asked for his autograph and everything, and then yeah. So that was a pretty cool moment. Most ridiculous moment I had like that with a celebrity. I got. I gotta, I'm, I'm naming names. I gotta call out brother Dave. Be nice. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> where, um, yeah, you know where I'm going with. I it. know where you're going. <laughs> we um, it was some um, as I think some black film festival that was. It was a film event, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were there covering it. And then we take a bathroom break, and um, Andre 3000's in the bathroom. Well, I've heard I went and took the bathroom break, yeah. So, like, I, I, I take part of the blame for letting ninjas know, like, what happened. And so I got to do my thing, and you know me, like, I'm not starstruck. I just say, yeah, well, three stacks, and then kept it moving. I said hi, and then moved out. And I was like, um, then I, my dumb ass decided to go tell them. I was like, yeah, you know, Andre's in the bathroom. And then, 
And Brother Dave goes in there, like, gets a picture of this man while he's in the bathroom. You can see the stalls in the background. <laughs> <laughs> totally ridiculous. It's like, come on. <laughs> I think my guy Papa got one too. He was there. It's like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm calling all of y'all. Oh, yeah. So Dave, Kev, aka D Nice and Papa. Yeah. <laughs> but that was me for um, uh, saying he was even there. Because I just, you know, just I didn't think Negroes go gonna go in there and take pictures. We'll take all. pictures in the bathroom. Just saying when you run into somebody who's mentioned, oh, just ran into Andre in the bathroom. That's random. Who expects to run into Andre 3000 in the bathroom? Right. Totally random. It's like, so I was just saying, yeah, oh, let's go get a pic. It's like, <laughs> you can't take pictures of cats while they're using the bathroom. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> can I wash my hands? Like, you know, I'm trying to just wash my hands and just get out, you know? <laughs> but apparently that's where the bathroom selfie, I guess, got invented, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> Not the D nice that be on Instagram DJing. His brother David D nice. David D nice. block party D nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? But oh, as we are recording this podcast, they actually are recording on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Happy so we Father's actually, Day to the daddies. So happy Father's Day, all you wonderful fathers out there. We see you doing the damn thing. I'll say it again. Hashtag Black Dads Matter. Black Fathers Matter. Let's wish um remember they, remember they used to do the dope ass on um, the Real Men Cook event on Fox. <laughs> it's like um obviously it wouldn't happen in this year because of the COVID. Right. Even in recent years, it hasn't been as big as it once was. It's right. a big deal, like in the park. Yeah, like we like power. We would broadcast them out there and everything. I'm hoping that the Cook event was pretty big. Maybe when we do return to being normal. Maybe they can kind of combine, kind of like do like a Juneteenth slash Father's Day because, like, they kind of will fall together. But maybe they can, like, kind of tie them together and just be honoring and uplifting, you know, us as black people, the black community. I said, but I salute you guys to the dads out there, mm-hmm. the ones out there who are doing the damn thing. Oh, and shout out Mike and Diz, the Chicago famous podcast. They went on rants, especially Mike, about the whole thing with um single mothers trying to claim Father's Day. You know, both of them are fathers. Yes. Mike's a father of four. Yes. Of four, yeah. He has four daughters, yeah. I'm, Girl, not, sure, I'm not sure how many kids Diz have, but both of them are fathers, Mike and Diz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going in. It's like, yeah, it's not your day. It's our day. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like, I mean, every year, like, as a person who had a black father who married a black man who has black children. Like, so I have my examples of, I grew up with my father and my children are with their father. So it's like, I would never be like, yeah, and mm-hmm. no, and no, it's like, ladies, we get a day. Mother's Day is our day. It's all about us on Mother's Day. We get our day. Let the fellas get their day. Let them enjoy their day. Let them do it, please. Mike and Diz how back in the day they used to like um shit all over that. I don't remember them. I'm sure they did, but um like I said my earliest memories of that is like Leon Rogers. Leon, yeah. <laughs> person I remember calling out all the women that did that shit. It's like let's let's take a trip back in time. Yeah, we're baby girl Leon Rogers morning show on Power 92. That's right. Leon used to work on Power before GCI for those that don't right. know. Right. Years ago. Long from GCI. He actually started with Power. That's where he started his career out. Mm-hmm. And um, it was um Father's Day, and then um, you know, people just doing a regular shout out my pop, shout out your pop, everybody was shouting their pops out, right? 
And then Courtney's ass jumps in and says, yeah, and all the moms handling business too. So Leon did a needle scratch. Like, what? <laughs> like, why would you say some dumb shit like that? And then they had a the whole thing out on the air over there. So that's why I remember that movement really like becoming a because thing. Because right. my thing is with that bullshit. And I'm gonna put. Mike and Diaz did it first. So I get him credit for that. I just don't. Mm-hmm. He might have done it. Like I said, I, was, I, I maybe I just didn't hear because I was with Power by then. You know, um, once right. I got hired by Power, I, really, I pretty much stopped listening to GCI because I was right. like on the other side. Yeah, so like maybe mm-hmm. they did it during that time when I wasn't listening. So they probably did start it with. They, they probably did it first. My thing is, here's a here's a good analogy for you people who be like, well, I don't see the harm in it. Okay. Well, when you say Black Lives Matter, somebody counters by saying All Lives Matter. Yeah, saying the shout out to the moms is kind of like saying All Lives it's, Matter. It's like that. It's like that. But when, and you um, but when, about that when Karen does the shit, you get mad. But now, like, when, when, when Kanisha does it, it's okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out your friend, Kanisha. My Kanisha wouldn't do that, though. <laughs> I never seen her say that. Shout out to all the mamas doing it. I ain't never <laughs> seen your Kanisha. My Kanisha wouldn't do that, yeah. <laughs> when Karen does All Lives Matter, Kanisha <laughs> does it. It's totally fine, though. Karen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hilarious. But you can't do that, though. Like, you can't be like... It's just such a dangerous... It's just... Especially... You see it mostly in our community, and that's what's just so like because it's in the outside black- of the black community. Father's Day is almost as big as Mother's Day. I say almost is still not there, but yeah, because mothers. If Mother's Day is here. Father's Day is here. In the hood is not even on the screen. Like you don't even see my hand. Right, exactly. It's like here and like uh, outside of the black community, whereas Mother's Day is here. Father's Day is there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it should be. Like, just acknowledge. And, and I get it if you didn't have the best relationship with your father. Because I know some people who have fathers who are, alive, yeah, who are alive and well and who just refuse to participate for whatever reason. They just don't want to participate. You don't have a good relationship with your father. Mind. Guess what? You don't have to say anything. Right. Just omit yourself. There's from that. military just, silence on Father's Day. It's right. okay to not say like anything should, at all. You, you shouldn't use it as a daily like bash. Yeah. yeah. Right. You shouldn't use it as a daily like bash, uh, you know, father the edit these dead people. Y'all ass. dirty ass thoughts that like made a decision to lay down with somebody like <laughs> <laughs> if he's a loser and you slept with him unprotected, who's really the loser? I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts, <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, you're a loser too much. Because my thing is, sex with this dude. and I get it because when you first meet and start and or start dating somebody, people do put up, put up their best foot for it. It's like when you're trying to get a job, you um you're gonna put your best foot for it. You're gonna be there on time, but then once you get comfortable, you get the position. Now you're gonna be doing whatever. So within the first year, by by a year into your relationship, you start to see who the person is. So. If you didn't know who the person was, like if you slept with them unprotected before a year into the relationship, I'm just saying, I mean, no shade, but I mean, just accountability. That's what that's what we'll just say, accountability. Accountability on all sides. It's like, yeah, I got digmatized. I fell for it. Keep it real. Just, just move it. Unintended. Keep it real. for the banana in the tailpipe, literally. Right. Keep it real. I, I fell for it. But don't like do this as a day to like bash, you know, because then it's a slap in the face for 
the fathers who actually are good fathers, who actually are doing the damn thing, the fathers who are involved. So please just stop. I don't ever want to see single. Like, like you said, the mahogany car said that for my mother on uh, Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been, um, I turned on mahogany that day. I haven't supported them since. Fuck mahogany. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God. Hey, what um, uh, what ghetto-ass ninja put this together? Man? <laughs> They wipe my ass with that card. That's toilet. What the hood shit is going on over here with that? It's like this is no. Just omitted, omitted. Um, speaking of other stuff this weekend that happened, um, <laughs> our president <laughs> had his rally this weekend. Oh, his Tulsa rally and shit. With the with the brilliant direction that. They told him, you know, you can't have it on Juneteenth. So then he decided to have it a day day after. It was out of pressure. Like, he, like I said, um, that shit was strategic. That he was knew what he was doing. It's like, like you try to play it off like it was a coincidence, but he knew. Yeah, come on. You knew what you was doing. It wasn't a coincidence to me. So that after um, intense pressure, he decided to push it back a day. Yeah, he pushed it back yeah, to Juneteenth. You know what? Like, when his, when his people told him, like, don't do that shit. Like, how, about, how about you shouldn't I just had in Tulsa, period, because just the history of that town, what they've done to black people. And then you have these MAGA idiots out there with their racist tendencies. How about you just don't do stuff in Tulsa that's racially sensitive? How about that? Well, but, he already planned. He pushed it back a day. Did it on so he did do that. And then this idiot took credit for saying that Oh, before me, people didn't know what Juneteenth was. Like, he kind of took credit for popularizing what Juneteenth, even though, like, Juneteenth has been around, but he's like, but people didn't know what Juneteenth was until I said about it. And Even if that's true, that's not a good thing. Think about it. You're saying that I'm so racist it made black people, like, decide to discover their own holiday. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing when you say that. It's like, yeah, like, I'm so racist that black people, like, had to dig deeper to, like, discover, like, themselves. Well, I, I, I have the other response for him, Mr. Trump. So if you want to take credit for something, okay, why don't you take credit in a way that we've never seen before? Why don't you push to make this a federal holiday then? Since you want to do something. Yeah, but really, really take credit for it. Really that take credit on, for it. That way, if you if it is, it does become a national holiday under the Trump administration, that'll be part of your legacy. So really say, okay. if you want to own it, really own it. Yeah, say like, say, I signed and, it into legislation. If you really want to do this, and not just that, in the process, do this for me too. After you push to make Juneteenth a federal holiday, denounce white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Denounce white supremacy a hundred percent. Meaning, you gotta stop having these fucking racist. Denounce rallies. white supremacy. Start there. Start there. Stop having these racist ass rallies. But he. That's what that's the start of But he never would denounce white supremacy because then where would that would be his fan base? That's 90% of his fan base. So he was never going to denounce it. He's just not. He's gonna keep on. Only way he could denounce it is um if he got into a second term, he could denounce it during that because you can't run for a third, but he probably wouldn't. But he's not gonna denounce it now in the middle of an election. Right. Never all he's gonna do is he's just gonna talk around it because if you talk about all the racial things that are happening in this country, he's gonna talk around it. He's not going to address it and say that, hey, racism is wrong. I stand with the black community. I'm denouncing white supremacy right now. We need to stop this uh, systematic racism, systemic racism. He's not going to say that because if he says that, they're going to pull out. 
all them MAGA people, they're going to pull out. All of them are going to pull out at the same time. If he says Speaking of racist you know, MAGA people, you saw Arm and Talladega. You know, they went down for NASCAR this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, overhead, it's like, here's how racist motherfuckers are. Somebody, somebody decided to rent a plane and shit with a banner on the back with the Confederate flag with the um saying um defund NASCAR. Like it's a, so that's all racist. How much you know how much it costs to rent a plane and like do all of that shit? <laughs> Y'all got way too much time and money yes. <laughs> to like fly over Talladega and shit, like defund NASCAR First with the, all, the, I keep on saying, the Confederate flag on the shit. <laughs> you talk about preserving your heritage and your history. But the Confederacy was the one trying to take away American history. They wanted to um, secede from America. So, like, you talk about Colin Kaepernick's ass being un-American. Like, that's... You're un-American. You're un-American, the Confederacy. Who's really un-American? If if the Black Panthers did that, you would, like I said, we want to start our own country instead of called Blackland, like, fucking um, in Living Color with Takiya Kimo's character. Black world. (laughs) <laughs> black world, whatever the black world. Black world. Yeah, like the Black Panthers did, or the Nation of Islam did that. You would call him un-American, but right. did that shit. You would say traitors. You would call yeah, they them. did that shit. Had their own flag and everything. Shit. They would be all type of Benedict Arnolds. They would be all type of that. You know, black yeah, people yeah. did. We're seceding from America because we want to be racist. And don't get it twisted. It's, it's the Civil War is about slavery. It was. 100%. <laughs> don't say it was about states' rights and all that. No. Mold. Slavery. Yeah, like, we need but to. But these assholes wanted to keep slavery. The rest of the country didn't want it. That's why y'all succeeded. The country said, "No, nah, this ain't right. Let's not enslave people. Let's get rid of it. No, I want to keep my slaves. What? Mm-hmm. I want to keep doing this. What? And then you fought another two years fighting for it to That's keep. Ass and lost hence, <laughs> and hence, how we came to Juneteenth. Like, well, eventually, Emancipation Proclamation gets passed, which eventually leads to Juneteenth. So all of that happened. There. So it all ties together. Like I said, we ain't new at this shit. Mm-hmm. We tie all the Confederate flag and all that shit to it. But yeah, they're big mad and shit at that. Yeah, and they were showing up with their little Confederate flag. And the assholes, like, were outside protesting too, waving their Confederate flags. They went to Talladega to wave their little flags to protest too. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all big to, mad at <laughs> to Tulsa. So Mr. Trump, so President Trump, what happened with him is that he had his rally, but his rally... The, the place held about, the place could hold up to 19,000 people. Mm-hmm. They said only 6,000 showed up. Like 6,200 showed up. So it was like more than racist out there as we thought. It was more than half empty. But the story that I've been seeing that's been around is that they said that he got trolled by some teenagers because people were getting the tickets, reserving tickets, reserving hundreds or even thousands of tickets online with the intent not to show up. Mm-hmm. So they trolled him. They, they 50 sent him. Like when 50 said he was going to buy the tickets for For Jai and Ashanti's show. On right. Tuesday. They 50 sent that shit. So he got out boxed by some teenagers. That's what they like. And that the Tulsa rally was basically the fire fest, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that was the 2020 version of the fire fest. <laughs> <laughs> and they said that from what they said, the. Um, People are saying that Trump was hot about that because you know how his whole thing is. His ego and his image is everything. So, like, if you just, like, my thing that I keep on saying about Trump, whenever he does, like, this stupid stuff, like, when um when it was looking like the rally was going to be on Juneteenth, I was like, don't even give no energy to that. Because people are like, I'm going out there, I'm going to protest. And 
Give him no energy because that's what he wants. Give him no, none. Celebrate blackness. Don't protest. Give him no, give him no energy. Blackness. Like the Simpsons song. Just don't look. Just don't look. If you just completely. Well, yeah, the big monsters died. See, when they stopped looking at him. <laughs> that's the best way to counter Trump. If he's like doing all this stuff, completely no sell him. Completely no sell him. Just, okay. Mm-hmm. And just ignore him because that's what he wants. He wants to say stuff that's wild and crazy. And he wants the press to come. That's how he got elected by saying dumb shit. Like he, so he can say, "Look at me, I, I have the biggest press here. Everybody's coming to see me." And if nobody comes to see you, then he can't report that I had. Like you see, he's not reporting saying that I had a half empty arena. <laughs> he's not gonna report that. What well, wasn't even happening? It was like a third field. He's like he's not. He can't report that. He can't. Mm-hmm. So. It's like he's hot about that. They said he was like flay, like he was like infuriated, like infuriated about that. So, so for those teenagers, speaking of um, fuck him, let's say fuck him going out to um, police officers Garrett Rolfe and um, the other asshole, let's get his Devin Bronson, <laughs> Atlanta police officers, they um. Oh, well, Devin Bryant, first, first, Garrett Roth charged with um, with uh, murder of Alvin Rayshard Brooks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was trying to connect the names. Murder like, charges, yes. Yes. Trying to get his actual charges right now. But it is murder charges that he got. The second officer, he's also been charged with aggravated assault and violating his oath. Devin Bronson the second guy. But felony murder charges what Garrett, um, Garrett, Garrett Roth got. Because unfortunately now I saw like some shots of that video because like I didn't want to see that one because that's just like just mentally I was just drained after George Floyd. I was just drained mentally. Mm-hmm. And I saw like the clips of it about how it just went from zero. Like I saw like, it was, I saw, a regular, like, the, it was a regular drunk stop. Yeah, just, I didn't watch the whole the whole yeah, thing the whole I had like, was like, like probably about 40 minutes long. I watched it all. I saw the edited version on like I think Occupy Democrats or something like that. Like one of those mm-hmm. sites posted like the edit yeah. showing like how it went from this to this. Like that they were just having a, a regular drug stop to like um this man losing his life like out of nowhere. Yeah, because yeah, he was polite, yes. Yeah, uh, would you like me to do this? And he's like, Okay, sure, sir. You know, he took the breath of light. Everything was cool. Yeah, he did. They had him okay, like, yeah, touch your nose, like walk in a straight line. He did all of that. The thing he did everything they asked him to. And then eventually he gave him a breathalyzer and um he tested um above the legal limit. Mm-hmm. And it just went south and shit after that. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, felony murder charges against Garrett Roth. And then for what they were saying, they said afterwards, they said that he said, I got him and then killed I'm about to read it right now. Yeah, it says, um, what? after he shoots him three times in the back, he said he got him and allegedly kicks him too. And then while the other chopper star, Devin Bronson, is like, um, he does, because um, they didn't, uh, they didn't apply, they didn't administer first aid or nothing. It's like, basically, let him die. You let this man die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not a problem in this country. We don't see that. That's not like. And this one, um, how I feel about this one is why it depends on who's in that jury, because this could go either way, because like some people are going to look at it in that jury and say that um, uh-huh. well, he pointed the taser at him and all of that. So like it depends on who's in that jury. Like jury selection is going to be very important to this case. Uh-huh. 
because mm-hmm. it depends on who's in that jury. Especially if you have somebody in that jury that has a, a member of the family that's in law enforcement. I'll try to get yeah. all of them motherfuckers out of there. Anybody that exclude, exclude anybody to law enforcement. Yeah. Because they're going to say, well, he pointed a taser at him. But, like, uh, what they say is he was out of range where the taser could have reached anyway. That's what, that's what well, I think Because he, he was might. running. So, it's like when he pointed, it said he was out of the taser couldn't have reached anyway. He was out of range when he pointed. And he pointed a taser, which is a non-lethal weapon. It's a non-lethal weapon. And from what I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but they said that that's part of drills that officers learn in the academy is that they learn how to, like if somebody does hit you with the test, you have to learn how to, you know, you have to learn certain tactics. I'm not sure how true that is, but if that is true, then, but tasers are non-lethal. I know that, so. I'm just hoping that whoever they put on this jury doesn't look at like that. It's like, yeah, well, he pointed a weapon at him, so what's the officer supposed to do? Like, I, I, I really hope that the jury selection is going to be very important. Well, now we fear a taser. We fear for our life because of a taser. Really? Jury selection is going to be very important for this thing. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but he does have murder charges right now. Mm-mm. So there that is. Um, <laughs> We could lighten it up a little bit. Let's talk about yeah. that Jemima's ass. <laughs> R.I.P. Ain't Jemima. <laughs> Ain't Jemima on the pancake box? Not anymore. Not anymore. Quaker Oats finally said, fuck this racist shit. <laughs> After 130 years, <laughs> it only took 130 years to get Ain't Jemima off of that box. <laughs> Well, first, remember how she used to look back in the day like yeah, she, she had a rag on her head. First, they said she was a real person at first. Like, um, I forgot the actress's name, and then they started using the character yeah. of that, like, the, of that actress, and eventually evolved, yeah. like, the chick they got now, like, over the years. Mm-hmm. Who looked like, and, like, like for terms not being funny or derogatory, but the term that Aunt Jemima looked like looked like a mammy, mammy. from... Mammy is where they, she yeah. looked like a mammy. Mm-hmm. So it was like a heavy set, darker complexion, black woman who is smiling jolly for you. Yes, sir. I'm doing this for you. Like she was that. That's what Mm. a mammy was. Like she was always jolly and just, I'm here to please you. I'm here to service you. Mm. That's what a mammy was viewed as. And like you said, I I did forget the actress's name, but she was traveling up right now. You can keep going. Yeah, she was traveling around and, you know, she would make the pancakes and she was there. Basically, kind of like a minstrel show, basically. That's basically where it was because, you know, Black people in the early 20th century, we were caricatures. We were step and fetching. We were that type. We were the buckwheat. We were that. Like, we were there for just entertainment purposes to look like, you know, fools or whatever, to look like that, to... You know, add the humor. That's what it was back then for us. Nancy Green is the um, woman's name. Okay. Who originally portrayed Aunt Jemima way back when. Uh-huh. Of course, she was yeah, a former slave, of course. Oh, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, like, they didn't mention in her backstory either because, like, they don't mention about her being the, the woman on the pancake box was once a slave. Like, none of, all that shit was left out just yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. like she's just there. She oh, she's just a mask guy. It's like yeah, no, mask guy. Yeah, making pancakes. Everybody, no, she was a fucking slave. She was and a she slave. Didn't make pancakes. They beat the shit out of her. Sure. Exactly. 
There you go. <laughs> but that's our history. So we had to constantly be given these reminders. Like I remember, I remember because like when they changed her up in the eighties, I think they changed. They took the rag off her hair and made her slimmer yeah, in the eighties. Possibly the nineties. I know they slimmed her yeah. down in the eighties. I think the rag was still on until the nineties. I think you're right. I think the rag was still on the ninth. Maybe and like ninety-one or two, they took the rag off or something. But like, I know. I know like, they slimmed her down in the eighties. She slimmed. wasn't um mammyish in the eighties, but she still had the rag on her head though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember my mom, like our mom, would just be like having it, you know, having the rag and a big black woman doing that. And my mom, like, she was like really like, you know, they're just mm-hmm. really going with this mammy route, you know, because mom remembers the whole Amos and Andy mom was alive for that, you know, so Mm -hmm. he knows about that type of stuff where black people were seen as. Well, here I got, here's the original, um, the original image of Aunt Jemima right here. That's what she originally looked like. See. Uh, (laughs) And how is this not That's Nancy Green right there, the actress who played the original Aunt Jemima. But. But you wonder why um, people want to get rid of this. Why are you so sensitive? Yeah, your mama just, so... she, she didn't always look like this and shit. Mm-hmm. That came much later. <laughs> why am I so sensitive? Why am I so sensitive? <laughs> why are you so racist? How about that? <laughs> I'm not sensitive. You're just racist. Mm-hmm. That's a damn shame. But if they finally did, like, like you keep on saying, it's little stuff. I know people may not think that. Like that I said people are, um, you know, some people are just want to be pessimists and like, um, but I say it's the the world is changing around us, little by little. These are not big like major changes, but um, exactly. In the past what three weeks or whatever, I think it was three weeks when George Floyd happened. Is like mm-hmm. in the past three weeks, like shit's changing around us. Like you might not be noticing it, but shit's changing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this year was the biggest Juneteenth celebration ever. Right. <laughs> it's like shit's changing little by little. A lot of companies, like I said, have have already made Juneteenth an, an official holiday. Nike, um, Twitter, um, um who else? Um Target. Target, yeah. It's like yeah. Um, the banks closed early in observance because I saw Chase and US Bank both had their signs of stay in that um these are major corporations that are recognized. We're closing early, yes. We're closing early. None one of them recognized Juneteenth a year ago. I'm no, they saying. didn't. Yeah. And my only thing that I do, like I said, not um, not being pessimistic or nothing, but my one thing that I will say is for all these people, all these companies, keep that energy. Just keep on pushing. Don't make this be just for a moment. This is a movement. It's not a moment. It's not next year or by the end of the year. Now you're not now even talking. About it. Now on. Don't do that. Like I don't want. I don't want this to be six months later and you're just like none of this stuff happened. This needs to keep on going. That momentum needs to keep on building and building. For us to make real change, that's the only thing that I will say. My only nugget that I will give on that is that I want it to be not just the. I don't want this to be like a challenge, like the ice bucket challenge. I don't want it to be that where mm-hmm. you do a challenge and then you're on to the next thing after. Oh yeah, this is cool. This is fab. Being BLM is cool right now, but then in six months now, it's like you're not even talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that I will say. Everybody, let's just keep pushing. Keep pushing, keep pushing, so we can make these real changes happen. And shout out to Tyler Perry who paid for the funeral of Ray Sharp. That's because like, he is in Atlanta, so yeah, absolutely. That touched him personally, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler took care of the being a black man because it's like Tyler Perry is from those parts, and 
like I said, his speech when he said the thing about that. This used to be the yeah, the Pharisee. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they once owned Negroes is now owned by one by, Negro. By one Negro. <laughs> yeah. And then when he said the thing about Hollywood, like I made my own table and I like, scared me big. having a seat at the table. How about you build your own table? Build your own damn table. Tyler Perry is walking the walk. A lot mm-hmm. of cats talk the talk, like um, right now, especially with um, saying, yeah, we need to um, own our own, but like, let's do it. <laughs> Anybody can do shit. It's like, that's like, Tyler Perry went out and did this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just, uh, <laughs> and of- my thing that I keep yeah. on going with if you just get $100 from a thousand people, that's $100,000. If you bump it up to five hundred dollars for those same thousand, that's five hundred thousand. If everybody could put in a thousand, that's a million dollars. That's a million dollars. That's why I said start small. Like, okay, let's do a hundred from a thousand. Let's do a hundred because I get it's times is hard. Everybody might not have five or a thousand dollars. A hundred people, hundred thousand is yeah. um. hundred dollars, a thousand people. Let's get uh, it. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, hundred thousand, thousand people. Let's get yeah. It. Then, like, yeah, you can um, you can actually buy buildings for hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, yeah. it's real estate out there that that you can find for hundred thousand dollars. You can. Mm-hmm. So you can actually get some shit done. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just showed the math and they asked if you can swing the five hundred, half a million dollars. Now you can do more. A million dollars, you can do some real damage. Do a lot. But let's just keep the perspective to show that it's not that far out of reach. Like, you know, obviously, if we if we can get like an Oprah to back us or um, a Diddy or Will and Jada, Tyler Perry, like some of these LeBron James, Kanye, uh, like all yeah, these, some of these affluent black people who are worth buku dollars. Like, mm-hmm. if we can get somebody like that who can invest in the black uh, community who can invest in it, then obviously that helps to jump you up quicker because like we always say, to do something, it takes capital. You have to have capital. Which is the real reason um, for the real purpose of reparations. Uh It's like um, money equals power. It does. It's not just about um, getting a check or like buying J's or like whatever, or buying a bag or like if you're a chick or yeah. Not mm-hmm. about that. It's about power. I said with money comes power. Buying a MacBook, yeah, like buying <laughs> iPads and shit. Holding <laughs> 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 yours. As I'm pulling up these stories on my brand new iPad. <laughs> we will take an Apple sponsor on this podcast, just so you know. <laughs> I'm putting out the energy. I'm putting it all out there. I'm putting it all out there. I got so much. Um, Start calling my career, but Macintosh, I got so much. <laughs> Granny Smith is across the hall from me. I got so much apple in this one. <laughs> I have a little bit. Yeah, I'm, more, uh, Samsung. God damn it. Yeah. I'm more Samsung. I got Samsung everything, but I have uh, iPads. Yeah, I do them my iPads. I do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of assholes, let's talk about um, Brett Hankinson. The um, Louisville police officer, he was fired the Breonna Taylor shooting. Oh, good. You got to get his ass arrested. I said, Finally. Just start. 
they fired him now, like now with press charges against this asshole. But this happened three months ago, and he's just yeah. not being fired. So that means that he was that means he's been, been collecting, collecting checks yeah. all this time. Yeah, he's been collecting checks this whole damn time. Mm-hmm. And probably easy checks. I'm pretty sure they put him on desk duty after this. Right, week. administrative. Yeah. 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 So I'm like sure. just like easy checks he's been collecting all this time. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, so. Now they finally fired his ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just this this past Friday. So there's two days ago they just fired. <laughs> and I reiterate this part. Like when people talk about people get like I said, we talked about defunding the police. Like I said, I'm gonna re I'm gonna reiterate my thing that I've been saying anytime a civil suit, wrongful death, whatever the case is, pay it out of that police retirement fund. Yeah, stop all making Every the taxpayers. Stop. We already pay the taxes for pay their salary because they're a public service. So our taxes already pay their salary. Why do we have to be charged <laughs> twice because you're a shitty cop? I'm just right. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Accountability is key. Because think about it. Like I've seen some of these police pensions they get nice pictures. They might get a dollars $4,000, $5,000, $6,000. They might get that much a month. That might be their retirement. Mm-hmm. And think about it. If you're getting a $5,000 a month, that's a pretty good pension. That's $60,000 a year. Brooklyn's Finest, that movie, they were talking about that. Remember um, Hoyt's character? I can't, I'm Hoyt. Hoyt. <laughs> but yeah, Hoyt's character. I can't think of the character's name. But basically, like, it was a successor to Hoyt and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Hoyt, but he went to Brooklyn. He left L.A. and went to the, to the East Coast. That's what it was. L.A. was too much after that. After, train after that Alonzo yeah. shit, he had to relocate. So let's say it was the same character. And he was saying something about his police pension, saying he was better off dead than alive to his family because he had like a house full of kids and like was broke and all of that shit. Like yeah. Hoyt's character was talking about. That. And eventually, he mm-hmm. did end up dying. So at the end, say spoiler. Spoiler. you remember Hoyt from Training Day? He dies in Brooklyn's finest. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, because they—I think they mentioned that in it. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, if I, yeah, if I die, the pension to pay you so and so, so and so, something about with his wife. <laughs> she was saying yeah. that he was probably more valuable to my family dead than alive. Mm-hmm. He spoke that into existence, and eventually, them deep, uh, the little the little homie kills him. The little homie kills him, robbing the drug dealers. <laughs> the little homie kills him. The little oh, homie yeah. saw what I'm doing. So who's this white boy in our white neighborhood? White boy in the projects. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> you a white boy in the projects in the middle of the night. You're going to stand out. <laughs> but, yeah, though, pay it out of the police pension. Because if you run the risk of, if you were expecting to have a $5,000 a month, and now you only got a $2,800 a month, mm-hmm. you want to think about that money. Like, I'm not giving them my money for you because you can't, because you're a shitty cop. So it's going to be more accountability being held. And I think that you would eventually start to see that trickle down. But the whole system does need an overhaul. Yeah, it sucks. Accountability. Like we say, like, okay, the chokeholds. They're banning the chokeholds. They're banning, they did Brianna's law where they just can't kick in your door and start shooting. No knock warrants. Uh, You have to announce yourself. Mm -hmm. No more no knock warrants. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it's changing, things, like I said. Things like that need to be taken. A Tatiana Jefferson, something like hers, because you just shine to her house. Once you again, didn't announce yourself as a police officer. And that was just a wellness check. That wasn't, you weren't looking for, like, in Brianna's case, like, allegedly you guys were looking for a suspect. Y'all who went was to the wrong house. Injured, but that suspect was already in custody. 
And you, yeah, you weren't even at, yeah, you were at the wrong place. You were suspect in custody, but you weren't even at the right house. To begin house. With. Even if he wasn't in custody, you were at the wrong place. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. But Tatiana, you were doing a wellness check on her. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Like, it has course, to be like three in the morning. Like, she sees somebody lurking outside her window. Yeah, she's going to grab her grab thing. It. Got that thing. Got that thing. Yeah. If you're licensed to carry, that's what you, that's what the Second Amendment is about, protecting yeah. yourself. <laughs> I see nothing she did wrong. If somebody's lurking, are you hear a noise outside your window at two, three in the morning? You're a woman who lives alone. Mm-hmm. Come on now. You know what? You're gonna do like the horror movies. Like, hey, what's going down down there? Now you're gonna grab your gun and check it out. You gonna say who? Who is it? What? Somebody there? Like the <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> this is not uh wait for Jesus. Thir- this is not Friday the 13th slash Nightmare on Elm Street. This is not that movie. Michael Myers. This is not that. But I think that if they do do more accountability, then you will begin to see changes happen. Mm-hmm. with that so that's one thing that i think that they need to do is to pay out of these retirement funds there you go um you got any other serious ones before we have some fun um that's pretty much it for me yeah. um yeah a little, little facebook fun i'm ready yeah, just lighting it up because you know i know we've been you know it's 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 high tensions in this country now it is it's, it's high tensions mm-hmm. and you mentioned it before you said that every 50 years this happens yeah did I mention that here? I will mention you it mentioned here. We, right? I know yeah, we, you mentioned we were talking on the phone the other day when you talked about it to be on the phone. It was um, Civil War, which led to the um, Emancipation Proclamation of eventually Juneteenth happened in the 1860s. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the 19-teens or 20s. That's when, like, the height of Jim Crow, the Ku Klux Klan was formed in the 19-teens. Like, all of that happened around that time. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's 50 years from the 1860s. Fast forward another 50 years. Clan, uh, oh, and quick history lesson. The Klan was founded where, Oz? In what state? In Indiana. Indiana. Not the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the and then fast forward know. another 50 years, like, um, with, um, when MLK was murdered, that was the 1960s, that's 68. Right. Just that whole era was the civil rights era. Black right. Panthers were formed during that era. Nation of Islam, all of that happened during mm-hmm. that era, the 60s. And then you saw a sense of pride come up, like the I'm black and I'm proud. Like yeah, you saw. Brown, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Afros became popular. You saw people like embracing their culture. Um, the black pride fl- flag was born during that era. You know, the we see, as we see, they gave the red, black, and green pr- flag. All mm-hmm. that happened during that era. Right. Fast forward another 50 years, we're today now. We're in today. Mm-hmm. So this well, was every 50 years something like this happens. It was just time. Was inevitable. It, it was inevitable. It was going to happen. This was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It well, was. Every 50 years we get um, a moment like this and we're just mm-hmm. in ours right now. So mm-hmm. there it is. So let's have some Facebook fun now. Royce post a question. Name a yeah. remake of a famous song that you absolutely hate. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll kick it off. Um, George Michael and Mary J. Blige's ass. You hate that version. You know, yeah. Stevie Wonder, classic. Stevie Wonder, classic. But then, like, there's a straight trash in mid-George Michael. Especially, they don't even have the best part of the song on there. 
when Stevie goes, there, we all know. He gets a growl. Yeah, with the growl. You got to do the growl. Neither one of them could do that, so that's not even on the remix. <laughs> yeah, nobody can do that. Yeah, neither exactly. one. You can't do this. The um, the best part of someone's Steve. Growl, yeah. <laughs> Mine that I put. Let's get yours. Was the all star version of what's going on? Ooh, mother, garbage. There's so many of us. Wasn't it Bono who started? I think Bono Bono started Bono kicked it off. Then Gwen Stefani, and I'm like, what is this? I think um, NSYNC's on that song, I want to say. Justin Timberlake, because he does that. Justin does that at the end. Like, it's awful. Uh, what you call it? Uh, they had, like, Nelly and fucking Little Kim, like, busting out to rap verses. <laughs> and then... Um, and then they had Christina like, There's too many of us crying. Because I'm a sucker for cold Not what he was saying, but it sounded like that, though. <laughs> he was talking about, like, um, what's going on in the world. But it's kind of like country grammar or EI. That's what it sounded like. It was hot trash. <laughs> And then uh, they went from Christina Aguilera's uh, over singing ass to Jan Lop- Jennifer Lopez's non singing ass. Because <laughs> Chris Christina was doing her, yeah, 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 doing all them runs and then Jennifer. Wonder what, wonder what ghost singer that was for Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I didn't, ah, Ashanti? Who said that? When I found <laughs> when I found that they ghost, and then I just felt so deceived once I found that they was that Ashanti that was doing all that ghost singing. And then when I went back and listened to Unreal, the way you're... on the chorus, I'm like, that is Ashanti. Oh, my life is a lie. <laughs> I thought my whole life was a lie after that. Here's the but thing, yeah. it's not just Ashanti straight up. Like Jennifer Lopez was singing over Ashanti, but you can clearly hear Ashanti more than Jennifer Ashanti. Lopez. Yeah. Over so that's they all the cool singing does. Like Jennifer Lopez sings over her, but you hear Ashanti way louder than Way you. louder. Because they brought down her volume and brought up Ashanti's way up. So, with songwriters, yeah. like they do that, I'm about to go on a tangent. This is we talking about music. With songwriters, yeah. that's how it is. Like, um, it's because a lot of people like they they perform. A lot of people don't read music. Let's be honest. A lot of singers uh-huh. do not read music. Right. Like you send them an example of the song, how it's supposed to sound. Uh-huh. That's where these recordings come from. So, like, Shanti just sent the example to Jennifer Lopez about how the song went, and then um, she said, "Well, let's just use that and <laughs> let's just let's just sing over that and add it to the real song." That happens like with songs. That's how um Black Box with um Black Box. Arthur Wash is Arthur like Wash. those were example songs that they just released them as if they didn't they didn't they didn't replace them. Like, they were supposed to sell those songs to like somebody yeah. else to sing over. But they yeah, said, everybody, everybody, like these songs, you know, let's put it out like this and just have another girl lip syncing in a video. A girl who like me lip syncing in the video, yeah. <laughs> knowing damn well I wasn't just singing. it with her actual voice instead of just like, oh, these are examples how the song is supposed to sound. <laughs> but that happens quite a bit, like when you have example records and people release the shit. Like, hey, instead of just like, oh, okay, yeah. Because like I said, a lot of singers don't read music. So they have to hear it to know how the song is supposed to go. Hot trash. So that's how the whole Jennifer Lopez it happened more than once with her, like her example song. This, this yeah, they said Christina Milian. She did to Christina Milian before. Mm-hmm. I forget which song it was, but uh, it was like that was Christina Milian on the chorus. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like so. Let's go through some of these straight trash remakes real quick. <laughs> trash. Terrence Johnson says, "Um, K. Michelle, the rain." Somebody else said that one too. Monique, I went to um Black said it with two like Monique Hope. So I'm just going to shout out right. India says, um, which a lot of people all said, um, 
Beyonce's um before I let go we back. I knew people were gonna say I should have put that in the headline. They're not including that one. Oh, me, know everybody oh, hates Beyonce from the list. <laughs> I know everybody hates that remake, so I started to put that in the heading. It's like, yeah, not including the Beyonce. What's your they going to attack her face. <laughs> after India right now. Somebody actually came after in my line. It's like, no, it was pretty good. Shout out Raynard. Mm-hmm. I guess Raynard is a part of the Beehive. That's my homie, but I guess he's part uh, of If you're not, I just made you part of the Beehive. Right? Honey, honey, <laughs> I think... Um, I think it was an adaptation of what her interpretation was. Obviously, the original is better, but I think that it was her adaptation. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, I didn't think I it didn't was bad. It. I thought she did it decent. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate I it. I wouldn't put that on my list of worst remakes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. But, but on the flip side, I get why somebody wouldn't like the shit either. So I say it was an adaptation of what <laughs> she interpreted. This is her interpretation of what Frankie Beverly mm-hmm. and Maze did. Leroy Scott also said Beyonce. My homie Farouk, he says, um, the um, puffs every breath you take. <laughs> well, I, I hate it because once again, I, I, I got another 112 guy. I got a couple of remakes from them. And shit. So I got um, all cried out all by cried the out. Uh-huh. mostly because of 112. Like the girls were all right, they weren't that bad. 112 like ruined the song. Oh, never done it can be your way. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they well, ruined they, the song. They weren't the best singers, so yeah. Edwina says anything Mary J. Blige. Wow. Wow. <laughs> got a ton of remakes. Like she got I'm Going Down. She hates their version of that. I like I'm Going Down by Mary. I thought Mary did. I thought it. Mary's was pretty good. Yeah. And again, I just I just put a Mary remake on mine that I hated too. So there it is. <laughs> so I guess I kind of agree with her. I thought theory. Mary did a good. Uh, I thought Mary's sweet thing was pretty good. Yeah. I like. Um, I mean, Shaka's obvious was better, but remind I, me. Um, she remade. Um, Patrice Russians. You remind me. I thought Patrice's was better, obviously, but, uh-huh. but it was alright. Yeah, it was cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Tasha, shout out Tasha says, "Of oh, my prerogative, Britney Spears." I totally Before. forgot this song existed. You know, Tasha TLC Talk Radio. Of Tasha, course, Tasha. 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 Yeah. What up, the Tasha? Hi, Tasha. Yeah. <laughs> The, the biggest new edition fan ever. <laughs> of, of course, course she would hate that version of that because, like, Tasha's new edition is number one fan. So anybody remaking new edition, she's probably gonna shit all. Blasphemy. Yeah, but I'm pretty scared. I forgot about that. I forgot it existed until Tasha. I did too, and I was like, "Yeah, she was awful." Because she, she was like, that. I totally forgot that. Existed. All those people talking things and na 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 na. Like Brittany, I was like, "No, Brittany, you need to stop." Mm-hmm. Manny Mo says "Sweet Thing" by Mary J. Blige. Wow! <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out Manny Mo. He don't like it either. <laughs> oh, here's another sample that I don't like. Um, that uh, such Mariah Carey uh, did the uh, you know, what was it called? Heartbreaker. That was awful. Missy Elliott and the Brat. You know, guess who's back in the mother house with two big tickle babies? Yeah, yeah, it was awful. And I like Brad. I like Missy, but. That's that all was awesome. Ain't no fun if I can. I was like, this is terrible. Like, you don't take Dr. Dre and remix it. <laughs> so. Daisy and Beyonce's Bonnie and Clyde says Roderick Quinn. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they did kind of remove ruin me and my girlfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then they took part of Prince. If I was your girlfriend, put that in there too. So it was like too they much going two on. Classics, yeah. They ruined two songs, right? <laughs> Speaking of ruining two songs, Will Smith did it with Wild Wild West. He ruined them Stevie Wonders, I Wish, and um, Cool Mo D's Wild Wild West with, with Cisco's suspect ass in the video. 
Because at first it comes on like the original Steve. You're like, okay. Boom, 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 boom. Wiki Wow Wow. What the fuck is this? Wiki Wow Wow. Desperado, whatever he's saying. He's like, all right, shut the fuck up. It was trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, that whole movie was trash. Wild Wild West was not good. Soundtrack included, yeah. <laughs> and I saw that in the theater. And, you know, and Will Smith turned down The Matrix to do that shit. Because he could have been um, as either Neo or Morpheus. He could have been probably Neo. Like, yeah, he turned it down because he did why so obviously he shows wrong. Like, <laughs> and then the bigger picture is if he was Morpheus, then later when Jada was in the movie, then he would have been people with his wife already. So forget that would have worked. Neo or Morpheus, he was supposed to be. But he's like, he had already agreed to Wild Wild West, thinking that was gonna be this major movie. <laughs> so he turned down Matrix. It's a great, great story right there. Like <laughs> what could have been. Will Smith could have been in the Matrix. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, I forgot which one Jamie Foxx turned down. He turned down something big to play yeah. some bullshit character. <laughs> I was like, this is what you turned down. That happened some. <laughs> Martin character. Lawrence turned down um, Pookie in New Jack City. It was for a good reason, though. Remember, right, right before that, um, Robin Harris died. And that right. was a mentor, so he was still like grieving over that. Three so like, off, That's yeah. how Chris Rock ended up getting that part, which I think Chris Rock was perfect for that. It yeah, was, he was. He was. I, I can't even picture Martin playing Pookie. Like, I, like, cause yeah. he, Pookie is Chris Rock to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Martin was originally supposed to play it, but he was... He calling me. Yeah. It be calling me. You know, I could see Martin actually being the crackhead now that you mentioned it. He be calling me. I could definitely... <laughs> <God>. <laughs> But I got some more I'll add to the list that didn't make um these trash ass remakes. Trash ass I said one twelve um in Allure on um all cried out. They ruined the Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam classic featuring full force. <laughs> uh-huh. Um the awful um the what's going on Haiti version, the twenty fifth they did for um the Haiti relief is similar to what's going on, the We Are the World Haiti version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Was trash at all. They started off with Justin Bieber's whack ass, the height of his hateness when he had the stupid haircut and all of that. There comes a time when you hear the sound of calling. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Come on. And people, this was like the least popular Bieber ever was during that time. And it had some good talent on that record, but it just didn't work. Mary J. Blige oh, yeah. on there. Um, hey, we are the world. Fox. Yeah, we are the world. Some great talent on that thing. Yeah, that was uh, awful. J. Hud was on it. Um, Mary, Mary. It was like it was some good ass talent. It just didn't work. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever gonna beat. We are the world, Michael. Yeah, Michael and Steve and Lionel Richie and Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Like, I'm old enough to remember. I was like Ariana's size when I was helping. <laughs> I'm in the order of the singers. I'm not now because I don't have time. But, like, I mean, <laughs> Richie went first. <laughs> should I? Should I? Should I? It's our podcast. It's all your call, kid. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, um, a lot of my younger listeners, y'all are going to be bored to death, but we're going to go through it. So I'm done with my remakes anyway. So let's go. Yeah. Lionel Richie, oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Then you have. um. Paul Simon and Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Al <Tarot>. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, um, James Ingram, <laughs> Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Michael <laughs> Jackson on the hook. <laughs> then um, Diana Ross on the hook with Michael. Dionne Warwick. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Willie <laughs> Nelson, the weed man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then we have Al Jarreau after we after Willie Nelson. Then Bruce Springsteen, the boss on the hood. We are the world. Steve Perry of Journey. He probably don't even know who Journey is. I'm that old. <laughs> my face I just made. I'm like, who is Journey? Who is that? Don't stop believing. You probably heard that song in some 80s movies. Probably, yeah. <laughs> like Journey. That's them. It's like yeah. he's the lead probably. singer of that fucking group. Then you have Daryl Hall left of hand from Hall and Oates. Yeah. Hall and Oates, yeah. Then Michael Jackson on the bridge. Then Huey Lewis. Then Cindy Hopper. <laughs> I love you know Huey Lewis from Back to the Future. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I love Huey Lewis. Andy Lauper, Kim Carnes, who I only know from We Are the World. I don't know anything she did. Now you have the chorus, and then on the chorus is like you start breaking up. Like Ray Charles jumps in, Bob Dylan's ass jumps in. Like when they breaking it down at the end, and shit. Bob Dylan. <laughs> so yeah, I always thought Bob Dylan was whack even back then, <laughs> but. <laughs> And like somehow in that video, watch that We Are the World video. It was hilarious. It's like all these um legendary stars from the era, and then Dan Aykroyd's ass is up there for some reason. <laughs> he did Ghostbusters. That's why you can't shade him for Ghost. He did Ghostbusters. There you go. I was like, um, I was like, I know he played Elwood Blues, but I didn't know that he was a real singer. <laughs> the Blues Brothers. They said it counted. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> We are the world, yeah. So I went the whole thing over. Look it up on YouTube, kids. You young kids, up, yeah. That's when um Feast made a good point. I'm I'm going on a rant because <laughs> he talked about that. Um, it's time to do um like what happened to some good posse records. Like yeah. back during that era was the era of the posse record. Uh-huh. They weren't just like put getting together just to make a dope ass song. They were like raising money for causes. Uh-huh. They're like we need something like that now, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter and like yeah. Yeah, like all of that like. It's time for another posse record. Uh-huh. We got self-destruction. Like the self, I want to say self-destruction. Yeah. Then yeah. the West Coast rappers are drafted. We all in the same game. Don't you have to not to put a hand on Like with Dre on the beat on that shit is like, yeah. We in the same gang and my we gang's in Cheyenne. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that record, yeah. They were trying to raise awareness for um gang violence on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, they all were like, Super Bowl Shuffle, they were raising money for something. Like, yeah, all of these posse records were, like, raising – they weren't just – they didn't just put together a football team. They actually were, like, raising money for some shit. I forget what, but, like, they actually were raising money for something. We need it, so – The world was raising money for, um yeah, the Afri- USA for Africa, for, like, mm-hmm. the starving kids and, um, I think it was Ethiopia. Ethiopia, I think it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's time for another posse record. All the current artists, like, get together. Let's do it. Cordy. Cordy. Cordy, you know, um <laughs> – Kanye and uh, who's a chance? Let's get all these yeah, big rappers. Yeah. Um, the Migos. Let's get us. Let's make it Beyonce. out. Beyonce. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. Put together like the ultimate posse record, like that. Yeah. Diddy. Diddy. Keys, John Legend. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. All of these artists need to get together. Put together a posse record. It's time. Last one they did was that We Are the World flopped the remake. So like, yeah, so it's time for another one. Now it's like 2009-ish, so whatever year the Haiti earthquake was. So, yeah. so it's time for another one. <laughs> and and leave Bieber off this time. We don't need to bring him back. <laughs> On that note, let's wrap this damn thing up right now. <laughs> Appreciate everybody supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. 160 is what we're doing right here. If you want to support us further, here's what you can do. Um, Hit us up on Facebook, like Not Another Damn Podcast there. 
Also, subscribe, share, rate, review all your platforms. You have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC. What up again, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Also, you can get at us on YouTube, video only, audio, I mean, audio only video coming eventually, something like that. Yeah. And on your Amazon Alexa devices as well. And follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Ozradio.net, work in progress once again. Also, you can get at me at Ozradio.net, the bomb if you want your 90s and your 2K classics. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, STR8GULLEY1 on Twitter, STR8GULLEY7 mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page, uh-huh. straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. Uh-huh. And for your production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.